This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 15th, 2019. I'm Jeff Fisher. All right, we're heading to the state of Washington to talk a little football right now with the head coach of Prairie High School in Vancouver, Washington. His name is Mike Peck, entering his second season. And uh, the program uh, had been down for a while, a couple of decades, uh, not not winning records. And last year, Mike, in his first year, brings home a 5-5 five and five record, so that's pretty darn good. And he joins us right now to talk about Falcon football and uh, football in general in the state of Washington. Welcome to the show, Coach. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, the first thing we got to do uh, whenever we, especially since we've been doing all these Twitter winners here, we got to you know do a little geography lesson and all that other good stuff for the listeners around the nation. So the the first question is put on the uh, the geography hat. Tell us where uh, Vancouver, Washington is, and then just dovetail it into how uh, football at Prairie fits into the fabric of the community there. Yeah. Um we're in Vancouver, Washington, like you said. We're um, the easy way to say it is just we're north of Portland, Oregon, um, right on the other side of the Columbia River. So, um, yeah, Southwest Washington, and um, the football down here in Southwest Washington is is, is really good. And uh, we have some state powerhouses in, in Camas and uh, Skyview Union and uh, Hawkinson and things like that who've been bringing home some state titles lately. And um, Prairie has traditionally struggled and. Uh, the nice part is last year, um, we were able to go to five and four in the regular season. And that was the first winning record in, in seven years and only the second time in 20 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> and same with that playoff berth. Um, and, uh, it was really cool to see the community come together for that and, uh, the school and the administration and, and students and just the entire community take pride and, and, uh, having a winning season and and seeing that we are developing our program here. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations. And I know you're uh, the the son of a, a football coaching dad. Uh, you actually began your coaching career under him. Tell me a little bit about uh, uh, what what uh, you learned from dad that's a part of you and uh, maybe what's a little different that dad didn't do. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was very blessed. Uh, my grandpa was actually a um, a teacher and head football coach, and then my dad, a uh, teacher and head football coach. And for six years, I was able to be the offensive coordinator under under my dad. And uh, uh, the nice part about that is you can be extremely close to the head coach situation and kind of see all the stuff that goes into it. And um, you're never going to be ready to be a head coach until you are. But I felt very privileged um, to be able to be close to it. And I, I learned a ton from him, watching him do his thing and build a program. And he kind of did the same thing at, at where he was the head coach. And uh, they've traditionally struggled. And uh, they ended up having two of the best seasons in school history there. And um, it was really exciting to build that program up. So um, I'm taking a lot of the same principles he used um, and are instructed to, to build that program. We're, we're doing a lot of the same stuff here at Prairie. And um, always, I mean, you're always going to do things a little bit differently your way. But a lot of the core stuff uh, I learned from him, and again, without his his help and and uh, his expertise and learning from him, uh, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. And I think it's every coach's dream to be able to coach with your father. And um, and the nice part is now the the role is kind of the flipped. He's the defensive coordinator for me, and I'm the ah, head coach. And so. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so I get to give him directions for once, and, <laughs> and sometimes he might not like that, but um, it's a really good deal, and yeah, we, we feel very blessed to be able to do what we do, and uh, it's awesome to be able to build the program together. 
Very cool. Mike Peck on the line talking Prairie High School Falcon football from Vancouver, Washington on the podcast today. And uh, you, you may, I mentioned it at the top. You mentioned it there a little bit, the, the evolution uh, and, and having the playoffs last year and the winning record. Um, what were some of the biggest hurdles you had to overcome at a program that did struggle in the, in the wins and losses column? And, and you know, when, when did it finally start clicking to you that, you know, this is different? This is, this is going to be a little bit different than it's been in the past here at the program yeah for sure i mean the biggest thing when i took over was just trying to establish a culture that kids wanted to be a part of and believed in and and took pride in and so we did a lot of things um to establish culture first it wasn't about the x's and o's um we developed uh the falcon pyramid of success which is kind of it's based off john wooden's pyramid of success and mm-hmm. um we a leadership council and really got those kids involved and let them know it's their program and this is kind of the the outline of how we want it run but it, it's ultimately it's up to you guys and to take that ownership and um very intentional with hiring a coaching staff that bought into that that vision and was going to spread the message and um a head coach can preach all he wants but uh head coach is only as good as his assistants and we have an incredible group of of men uh leading our players and um we were able to increase the numbers uh if we had a full off-season weight uh weight training program for the first time that uh kids were showing up to and, and doing a great job and it was about early spring when i was when i realized wow we're going to be this is heading in the right direction. We're we got a good thing going here, and um, it carried over in the summer. And, uh, and you know, the hardest thing is getting kids to believe. And mm-hmm. so that was one of the things we always talked about as well. And that was a big part of our pyramid success that we always went back to about how we're going to do things. Here's our core principles, and here's how we're going to get to where we want to get to. And um, it was just cool to see the kids buy in. And and the biggest thing, the difference I noticed was just kids took pride in being part of the program and they had fun coming to football. And there's a lot of stuff in life that is stressful and, and, and not fun to be a part of. So uh, I want to create a program where kids look forward to coming and cause they know they're going to work hard, but they're also going to have fun and, and be loved while they're doing it. And um, I think we're, we're doing a great job with that and always looking to develop more obviously, but um, that's one of my huge philosophies. Yeah, it sounds like a good recipe for success. Mike Beck on the line, Prairie High School in Vancouver, Washington, talking Falcon football uh, today. Um, you're relatively relatively young guy, right? You're what, 30, 31, 32, somewhere in that area, right? Uh yeah, 31. 31. So here's the question for that. You talked about your staff and bringing it together. Uh, you, you've got your dad, who's obviously older than you. But I was just worried, wondering yeah. about the mix in age there and, you know, what it's like as a young man. I know you had your dad to, to kind of look after when it comes to building a staff. But, you know, what goes into that? I, I would assume, and I've talked to other coaches that are young, you know, when they hire guys a little bit older, it's a little difficult, you know, a, a chain of command mm-hmm. thing and all that. How, how did you put together your staff? Tell me a little bit about the staff and the, the guys you work with well yeah um i kind of i put together a packet of what i was looking for um and, and assistant coaches and again i was very intentional with that and when i interviewed people i was very upfront about what i was looking for and um i was really just lucky to um have a lot of great guys who wanted to be a part of something special and, and uh agree with the vision i had for the program and wanted to uh, be a part of it and um, I think the transparency of uh, what the expectations were coming in, um, I think that helped uh, big time. And um, 
we definitely definitely have a good mix of kind of younger older coaches and things like that but uh there's a couple non-negotiables that i always brought up and that's you got to be incredibly passionate you got to be a good teacher of the game and you got to love the kids and if you can have those three things we can teach you the x's and o's we can teach you the what needs to be taught and all that good stuff but those three things are non-negotiables and i feel like everybody in our staff has those and and that's what really matters and as long as we have that we're going to we're going to have a fighting chance okay that makes sense let's uh, let's get into some of those kids you love and want to make sure they're being loved and, and taught well uh, uh i would assume you've got some guys coming back from a, a playoff team last year let's get them in by name here who are some of the kids you expect good things for let's start on the offensive side of the ball good things out of and you know on the field and off yeah absolutely um the nice part is uh we have a ton of kids coming back from last year and um we're really excited about year two with uh obviously building on that winning record we had last year in playoff berth and and want to do our best to take the next step forward with from that but um aj dixon uh, he's our quarterback and uh he's also a wide receiver db um he has great grades and He's a he was a first team all league QB last year and he's coming back and we're expecting a huge year from him. Um, Devonte Clayton, he's our running back. Um, he's another great story. Um, two years ago, he was he was homeless. Um, he ended up moving in with me for six months because he had no place to live. Um, and then one of our other coaches actually officially adopted him, oh, nice. and he's just absolutely flourished. I mean, he's five ten, two hundred pounds, and just a bowling ball of a running back and. He has incredible grades now too, and he's going to have a big time season on both sides of the ball. And you got Zeke Dixon, AJ's twin, um, Ian Davis, Dustin Shelby. Our offensive line should be really good. We got some big guys up front who've really bought in and and um, gotten big. Connor French, Brody Sheffley, Tim Benazic, um Those guys. I mean any good coach knows the offensive lines, the heart and soul of your offense. And we really feel great about that group of guys and, and what they're able to bring to the table. And, um, Christian Lowry is another one who will be a, a tackle for us. And he's six, four, two seventy, And, um, yeah. So we're really excited about, uh, the possibilities of, of where we can go with the offense. What kind of offense are you running? Um, we're we're spread i'm a natural i'm an air raid guy i want to check the rock a bunch <laughs> but before we took over this program they were a flex bone triple option team and there's nothing wrong with that it was just different kind of philosophy mm-hmm. um so we're still spread but um a lot more i'd say it's spread option um and getting athletes in space and um just putting them in position to be successful and so yeah with athletic qb so spread option with some air raid principles and um yeah, play fast and have fun. I would think with uh, Mr. Mike Leach uh, there in the state, uh, a lot of people like to chuck the rock around a lot, I would, I would <laughs> oh, assume. <absolutely. laughs> Mike, yep. back on the line. Uh, Prairie High School in Vancouver, Washington, talking about the Falcons. You just talked offense. Uh, what about on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, um, defense, like I said, my dad's a D coordinator this year, which I'm really excited about. Um, we'll be a 3-4 team, and uh, we want to be aggressive with that 3-4, so um, our kind of goal is to find the 11 fastest dudes and, and put them on the field and, and let them do their thing. But, um, again, if some of the same names kind of get brought up, um, Devontae Clayton will be a beast on the defensive line as well. Uh, Easton Lane, he was a first team all league. Uh, D lineman last year is a sophomore. He's coming back. Uh, Ian Davis will be an outside linebacker for us. Um, Zeke Dixon will be a safety. And so we have a lot of guys going both ways. Um, but obviously we can um, 
we can help that with kids mixing in and things like that. But um, defensively, we feel like we have a chance to be pretty special there as well, just with the amount of returning starters we have on that side of the ball as well. Fall camp right here. Uh, what are some of the boxes you're looking to check uh, check off to see if you can get to the next level, maybe a second round appearance in the playoffs this year or, or deeper? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the biggest thing is I feel like we've had an incredible spring. Um, we went to summer camp, had a great summer camp, and then obviously seven-on-sevens over the summer and things like that. So um, I feel like we're going to be able to hit the ground running August 21st when we kick off here in Washington State. And um, The biggest thing for us is just focusing on ourselves and, and uh, taking advantage of each day. If we, if we do that and um, we keep getting better throughout the season, uh, I think that part will take care of itself. And that's the big message to the team. And um, one of the nice parts is before we took over this program, the kids didn't really expect to win. And last year was getting them to expect to win. And, and we got to that point and, and, and now they're really excited about the season because they know they have a chance to be pretty good. And it's really cool to see that come from the kids and not from the coaches. Mm-hmm. And so um, just trying to keep them focused on, yes, we, we're really excited about where we're at, but we got to make sure we got to take advantage of each day. And that's what got us to this point. So, um, yeah, just we got to have an incredible camp these first two weeks, really focus on us and then um, take one game at a time. And and uh, if we do the process the right way, things will take care of themselves. Yeah, you got a little coach speak in there at the end, that one day at a time. <laughs> Coach Mike back, and Mike back on the line, um, and uh, let's let's have you put on an ambassador hat again here, since we don't have a lot of uh, trips on the on the radio show and podcast here to uh, the state of Washington. You like you said, you've got some good football down there in the the southwest part of the state. You're going to be the uh, the man, the mouthpiece now for Washington State football for those listening around the country. Tell me a little bit about how you would describe Washington, the state of uh, Washington football at this point in time in 2019. Well, yeah, I think it's the best it's ever been. Um, I think it's underrated throughout the country for sure, and obviously I might be a little biased since I'm from here, but um, I think we have incredible football played up here with incredible coaches. Um, Eastside Catholic, they're ranked in the top 25 in about every poll that you can see. But um, we're sending a ton of kids to Division One schools more than we ever have, and um, and then we're getting a lot of draft picks as well. And like one is Caleb McGarry, who grew up kind of in this area and played for UW. And now he was a first round draft pick for the Atlanta Falcons. And, um, and I just think the other part is just the incredible amount of great coaches we have in this state. And, um, they're, they're great football coaches, but they're great mentors as well. And I'd put them up against anybody in the nation when it, when it comes to those two things and, um, take a lot of pride with, uh, playing football up here in Washington. And I know obviously Texas is kind of the gold standard and things like that. And we'll never take that away from them. But um, obviously we do, we do take a lot of pride and I think we have some great coaches and great players up here. And Friday nights are special no matter where. That's my motto. You just got to go out Amen. and experience it. That's for sure. Well, Coach, we appreciate you coming on here, shedding a little bit of light into your program, a Prairie High School there in Vancouver, Washington. And we wish you nothing but uh, continued success and have a great year in 2019. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me and giving me the opportunity to to talk Prairie football. Don't forget, in addition to listening to us on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, you can listen to the High School Football America podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn Radio. Just Google us at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Jeff Fisher, and this is the High School Football America podcast.